Hey guys, welcome to this podcast. Oh, guys and girls, I guess. Ladies, gentlemen, them, people. Uh, fuck that. Welcome to <laughs> this episode of Two Beards Podcast, where uh, today we are drinking in outdated bottles. Who even sells these anymore? It's been a while since we've had the bottles. <laughs> And uh, we are drinking the optimum amount of hops, allegedly. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, allegedly, you've had this. Allegedly, I have not. We'll try. Either could it. be wrong or true. Yeah, who knows? I'm very relaxed every time I open a bottle now. It's uh, it's caramely colored. Yeah, it smells very caramely and very tropical. Or as Arthur's mother would say, coffee colored. Sorry, what? Coffee? Yeah. It's in um, allusion to President Obama. She calls him a, the coffee colored gentleman. Oh, and Arthur's like, I, I don't think you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty solid. So, uh, this isn't really coffee colored. It's very orange and caramel. Yeah. As you'd expect a triple IPA to be. Um, it's a doozy. 10.6%. Yeah. Big old 10.668 IBUs, which means we're in for a treat today. Yeah. You're in for a treat today. Quite literally, it could possibly be dessert. Could be. We'll find out. I hope we're wrong. It smells good, but a, a bit sweet. I poured heavy on mine. I wanted it in a nice cushion. That's uh, probably for the best. I wish I would have next time around. This smells uh, like you would think. And if you just ordered a bog standard local IPA at a pool bar, that's what it smells like. Just like malty. Some some hops in the background, kind of floating in the aromas, uh, but really it's just like a this is a beer. Exactly what it tastes like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little more bitter up front, but uh, yep, everything else is pretty spot on. Honestly, um, oh, hop flavor definitely takes a back oh. seat after that. Like an <laughs> initial bitterness is a sweet boy. I, I went for I went for like, hey, you know, we've we've been doing some weird shit like trying ambers and wild ales. I'm like, let's, you know, do like let's like find meet somewhere in the middle, right? Like do an IPA but a triple. You know, we don't normally do triples. Here's the thing. Okay. I actually enjoy these style of beers because okay. they're like, you know, hardy boys. Yeah. Uh however, <laughs> it's like mid July. Yeah, it is. 75 degrees outside, sunny. It's very nice. It's not late October. No. Or a coat to get into the bar. No. 1 a.m., a little drunk, playing some darts. That's when... I love darts. That's when this beer... Can we get you a dartboard? Uh, probably. Okay. I, just, I like darts. I feel like this room, not great for Not it. this room, no. Maybe like... Uh, so... I don't know. No, it's not, if you did it there and you just over there, it's that's about right. Well, maybe I don't know. Not darts often. It's been a while. I don't know the rules, like the distance. What are the rules? Um. Yeah, I, this <laughs> this it's something. It makes me think of marshmallow and oranges. It does have a bit of bitterness to it. I'll give them that. Up front. It doesn't last long. Well, if it was all Sweet Boy, like the 120, I would not be able to drink two of these. I would definitely be like, yeah, sorry, we're not doing two. <laughs> uh, Just kidding. This is for decoration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, even, honestly, even this one, it's going to be a little rough to have two. Nah. It's just sweet is all. Like, 
I'm with you. I Luck- like it, yeah. just not right now. Yeah, no. If it was if it was dark outside, we had a few drinks and it'd be perfect. Totally, totally. Uh, but yes, right now mm, wouldn't be my beer of choice. Um. That being said, texture is not bad. No, it's not like overly like stick boy. Yeah. So texture wise, you get. An A plus. Good job, guys. Way to make it feel. A th- yep. It's like funky herbal, like right when it like splashes into your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't know that it's pleasant. Well, it's because it like mixes with some kind of fruitiness yeah. going on. Like if it was just herbal, it wouldn't be bad. But then it's like sweet fruit. So it's kind of weird. It's like you're eating the leaves of an orange tree. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> I could, yeah, that's 100% it. That's, that's, that's Apparently what I'm Apparently I'm very like visual today or something. Yeah, I mean, you, right off the bat, you just went for it. And I took a drink and I was like, yep, that's not only what it smells like. I... I have not had anything Sierra Nevada in a while, actually. And that was another reason why I was like, yeah. I think the last... I've had Torpedo recently. I don't know when I had Torpedo, but I had it recently. Because you were supposed to go to the gas station. And I was like, I was like, man, Nick's going to get the Torpedo, obviously. Mm-hmm. What'd you show up with? Not Torpedo. I don't remember. It was something weird. It was really weird. Like, it wasn't even high life. No, it was weird. I can't even remember. Wait. No. When? I don't know. At Jack's house? Because we both got Torpedo that night. No, no, no. It was at my house, and Jack came over. Oh. Was it for when he came over for pizza and Cornhole? I don't know. That's the only time I could think of, but... I remember that instance where you, where you got torpedo and you're like, I thought you were going to get torpedo. And I didn't. I got something weird. I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Because then we ended up going back to the gas station. And getting torpedo. And getting torpedo. And I was like, see, Nick, here's the craft beer. You could have. Oh. I got Bud Light. Oh. That's what it was. Oh, that's why. Because we were drinking bottles of beer to be able to bottle them for our beer. Yeah. That was the sole purpose of that hangout. Was let's drink beer. Let's drink too much beer that comes from bottles. Yeah, specifically bottles was the other yeah. pertinent information. Yeah. I, uh, so it's funny that that actually comes up because I was just thinking like right before I came here, I'm like, man, I, I just want like Bud Light, like Bud Light seltzer right now. Like I just am in that crusty mood where we could have had the red can. You could have called the audible. Could have done. Could have done. Yeah. But, uh, so, so yeah, we, Nick and I have been talking about getting Bud Light Seltzer because we haven't tried it yet. Got to. Um, we went to the gas station, same gas station, by the way, last night, uh, cause I was out of beer mm-hmm. and I was going to get like some pub beer or something. Yeah. Um, Ended up getting the red can, and then I was also like, well, I might just like pick up 32-ouncer, because why not? Um, Picked up the 32-ouncer, and then we saw the the Bud Light Seltzer, so Elizabeth got the lemon-lime one. Tastes like 7-Up. That's great. It's delicious. That's exactly what you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I haven't had a White Claw in a long time, but the Trulies are fine. They're fine. I don't love the Trulies. They're they're a little I, too light. I don't like the White Claws either. They got this like medicine-y yeah. flavor to them that's yeah. kind of gross. It weirds me out. Not every flavor, but a lot of them do. So I think it just kind of weirds me out. Um, That one tasted like 7-Up. It was like lemon lime. It was just <laughs> like, oh, this is, <laughs> this can, is how you do I it. I can do more of this in the summertime. Yes. I was like... Because I haven't, I, same with you, I haven't had any of that shit in so long. Yep. Elizabeth drinks the Bon Vive stuff, and that's, mm-hmm. that stuff's pretty good. 
Yeah, I haven't had that yet. Um, but that's like more of the like more expensive one. So right. Most of the time when I see like that kind of seltzer, I'm like, but like beer. Well, and what also has deterred me from getting the Bud Light seltzer so far is if you get a small package, it's pretty fucking expensive. It is expensive. Like yeah. if you get a huge, like what, I don't know what they, it's like an 18 or like a 30 pack or something. It's like way cheaper. And that's the hard thing too. Cause it's like, if you get a pack of Trulies like that, like I know I'm not going to enjoy it. So it's like. I don't want to commit to something that's like, maybe I'll yeah. like it. Yeah. And so that's what I, what's had me back and forth. And I just like, it, it was just one of these days I'll just pull the trigger and get like one of their variety packs or something. If everything tastes like the lemon lime, you're solid. Sick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate. Just get the big boy pack. But I can only speak, <laughs> qualifying this now, <laughs> only fair. speak to the lemon lime. I get that. I get that. I do that when I recommend restaurants to people. They'll be like, oh, I want this kind of food. Where should I go? I'm like, go here, get this. And they look at the menu. They're like, oh, this looks good. I'm like, I cannot tell you like, that's going to be good. They're like, but you like the restaurant, so it must be. And I'm like, mm. no, 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 no. Because I feel that way about Truly and same thing with White Claw. Like, like I was saying earlier, like there are some flavors that I'm like, eh, this is pretty good. Air flavors, I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a, so specifically in Chicago, there was this Thai restaurant and I'm in like. In Chicago, where we dream through our teeth and hearts. I don't even know. Is this copyright at this I point? Know. I don't even know. Um, But so. Thai, Thai restaurant. And I'm like, yo, red curry there. Um, Got to get it. And, and we, you know, we all go there and Lily's like, what do you want? I'm like, fucking red curry, obviously. And she's like, what do you want, Trinae? She's like, fucking red curry, idiot. And it gets to my buddy. He's like, what do you want? I fucking want the red curry. And then she gives my buddy's wife, Katie, she's like, what do you want? She's like, oh, I don't know. This kind of looks, I'm like, I'm like, okay. I, I said, do what you want. But I'm telling you right now, I only know that the red curry's good. Dude, she fucking hated her dinner. She hated it. She, she, like, hate, she yeah. hated it, and she and you were like, love that for you. Yeah, yeah. Love that for you because she's you like, didn't she, fucking follow my advice. Yeah. So her husband's like, let me try what you got, the red curry, which I suggested. She's like, fuck, I should have got that. I'm like, fucking. <laughs> You're fucking fault. I told you, bud. Fucking told you. <laughs> God. And so, but from then on out, she's got the red curry there because she's like, that red curry is fucking great. But I don't I don't remember what it was we got there or what she got there, but it was no goo, no goo at all. So I had a burrito recently, actually. Okay. Did like from where? Tacaria a sabor. Mm. The burrito was fine. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm gonna pay five dollars for a burrito, not a terrible option. Yeah. Was terrified to try their tacos. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Also, wait, wait. you you were fine trying a burrito, but not for, try fine trying a taco. Uh, the tacos were like too expensive for tacos. So out okay, of principle, yeah. I thought it was you were like worried about like health or something, and I was like, oh no, 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 no a burrito no, no. is enclosed. You should be more worried about that. Yeah, no, no. I have no. a thing with. I don't. I don't know. If, you know this about me or if we've talked about it before, but I have a thing about enclosed foods. You're, you're a little skeptical. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Like, what, like, what the fuck are you trying to hide, huh? Or, or tell me your secrets. It's, that's pretty much what it is. It's, <laughs> I don't, I, like, it's not logical. It doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, but, like, I'm a little, like, weirded out by, like, burritos, quesadillas, um, calzones. Well, because they trick you, right? Where they're like, "Oh, we'll put sour cream in there." Everyone loves sour cream, but they won't list it on their menu. Yeah, fuck right? you. And then, and then the other thing is, like, in on that point, you're committed. It's like in there. You're not yeah, getting that shit you're out. Not getting it out. And then it's like every enclosed thing. I can't like see what I'm about to bite into. Yeah. There's so many times where I get a burrito and I bite into a mouthful of rice. <laughs> You're just like, oh, that was a bit dry. Like, do you, do you not know how to evenly decorate a burrito? 
pretty easy. I've done it. Yeah. yeah. You just layer. Yeah. You don't line up. You layer. Yeah. Yeah, you got the whole tortilla and you just spread it all out. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. easy. Very easy. You do that with all ingredients. And once you roll it, it's perfect. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, well, so, so the thing with sour cream and like random things with burgers, and I'm starting to wisen up, but I feel like I shouldn't have to, is they'll say at the top of the list in small print, they'll be like, burgers, like real big, you know, and then the small print will be like, all burgers include blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then they'll go on and list the burger and then other things in that burger. So it's like if I see the thing next to one of the burgers and see the things, I'm like, oh, that's all that's in there. And then I get my burger and there's a tomato on it. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Or you go to fucking Jubilee and <laughs> they don't tell you that they put fry sauce on all of their burgers. They don't tell you standard. Yeah. They're just like, you want a double cheeseburger? And you're like, sure. And then it's like comes with this like oniony mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard. I don't know what it is. Which unless you're Levi, it's fucking perfect. Yeah, great. But anyways, I love that for all of you who enjoy a multitude of weird fucking sauces. But fair enough. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just <laughs> tell me. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't. And just so, tell me. What's funny on DoorDash is they don't give you options to put on your burger. They say, "What would you like not on your burger?" Fry sauce is not it's one not of those option. options. It's not you an have option. Just specify. <laughs> you got to put in the special in the instructions. Notes. And it's like three out of ten. Maybe they'll read it and actually not put it on there for you. It's bad. You, you pretty much just got to go there. But almost like nine out of ten times we're getting Jubilee. It's at a brewery, so yeah. it's like we're just gonna fucking DoorDash it. Like I'm not gonna yeah. pick it up on the way there. It's stupid. Hundred percent. Yeah. Jubilee, and honestly, Jubilee, fantastic brewery food. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we're, it may sound like we're shitting on Jubilee. No, we. No, it's, it's we of, we yeah, support that it's business. Like my, yeah, it's my <laughs> yeah, we uh, keep their business afloat. Yeah, um, it's like In and Out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic, and their shakes are really good. What's great about them comparatively to In and Out is they have a, a a very large selection of shakes, which I appreciate. Yeah. What do I normally get? Like a butterscotch banana? Yeah. And I throw some bourbon in there. Yeah, which was great. Pretty good. Such a good time. Wish I would have done that. Yeah, that that just, it worked out so well. I mean, you had your level four or level three painkiller. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't mad about what I was drinking. Don't get me wrong. It was just like, damn, that shake, though, was pretty good, too. You know? Yeah, painkillers. Oof. That's something I should really start supplying in my household. You really like that, yeah. I mean, it's everything I like. It's it's full of yeah. delicious flavor. No, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me. Like I, I don't know why. I, like would be surprised that you like it, but I mean, yeah, it's just. Uh, I'm a fan of delicious flavor. What can I say? A painkiller is just rum, coconut, pineapple, orange juice, a little bit of orange juice, uh, and then nutmeg. Uh, yeah, that's it. Maybe serve it in a pineapple like I did. That's the way to do it, buddy. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Do you have one of those? Nope. Wow, commitment. I don't. I'm. Uh, I don't know how the pineapple tools work. Me neither. But I've seen it do it, and I'm perplexed yeah. every time. And how do you how do you order something like that? Is it a pineapple decorer, a pineapple yeah, unscrewer? Probably. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I bet you if you type in any of those things, you'll probably find it. It is probably cheap. It's like a pizza cutter, you know? It's one of those things like, I should probably have, but I don't. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. I, I'll well, forget after we are done recording. Well, I see things like apple slicers and watermelon slicers, and it's like, tell me something that's more pointless, because I yeah. just don't need that. Uh, a pineapple corer. Unless you're cutting a lot. Yeah, watermelons. Well, the thing with pineapples too is like they're a little bit of a pain in the ass, but like I don't mind. My biggest concern with with uh, cutting it myself is I waste a lot of pineapple. It's fair. Or at least I feel like I do. Yeah, I'm cutting a lot off. So yeah, so maybe maybe we look at that. I mean, they're you're probably getting for like two dollars on Amazon, honestly. So speaking, maybe. yeah, maybe I don't know. Speaking of Amazon, I uh, I got my. My nine volt battery in with the battery pack. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked, but not really. 
<laughs> so it's supplying like three quarter power to like a twelve volt light bulb, and so it's it's twelve volts. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And I got nine. No, that makes sense. Yeah, and so <laughs> so what? I I'm, thought you had already calculated that out. No, I just kind of figured that it would be bright enough, and it would it would it would like I know it'd be less, but I thought it would work enough. Uh, so it barely powers my normal light bulb. It does not power my Wi-Fi light bulb. It's just not enough for it. So I need to go to the store after the, filming this and get another nine volt battery because I got the like the actual cartridge to hold the the battery. It only came in two, so I have two of them. So I'm gonna be daisy chaining two nine volt batteries to to a fucking lamp, and hopefully my my house doesn't explode. So, that's the life I'm living. You know, if that's what it takes to rather than plug a lamp, rather than my brother just fucking getting a normal fucking lamp or placing it in a normal fucking place to begin with, this is what I have to do. You know, I just I don't know. It's the life you live. So, his stupid tiny ass lamp my brother has hanging up on a shelf like next to the TV, and there's this cord just like swinging, swinging its big dick down, and it looks fucking ridiculous. For some reason, the cord to the TV doesn't bother me, but the cord to that lamp annoys the shit out of me because it's like stretched out and it just looks you know stupid. Like in every house, I mean, people blow my mind because they don't understand this, but they should because mm-hmm. it's obvious. Yeah. There's a place where a TV belongs. Okay. Like, where in my house would you put my TV other than where it's at? No. Same with your place. The, yeah. It just, like, there's an obvious place. Yeah. Why don't they fucking put an outlet there? Right. Like, maybe they're thinking, like, oh, maybe uh, someone doesn't want a TV here, so we want to, like, not put an outlet in the middle of the wall. Uh, it's it's a lot easier to remove an outlet and then just drywall over the electric electric you yep. know cords yep. than it is to like run electric cords feed to a there. wire to it. Yeah, huge pain in the ass. It's insane. Huge pain in the ass. At least if the wires were there, like you said, you could like put it there or cover it over if you want to. It's it's fucking nuts. No, I'm I'm totally with you. So like and we, so when we moved in, Renee's like, "Oh, you should put it like above the fireplace." I'm like, "No. If we put the TV my my apartment is set up a little fucking weird. Uh but it is. But, it looks like there's a shape for a TV, but it doesn't make any sense yeah. for a TV to be- go. Cuz if you did that, the couch would be in front of the sliding glass door for the balcony. Yeah um blocking the kitchen walkway <laughs> yeah like it's just and if you moved it like far enough away to the back you'd be at a weird ass fucking angle yeah. to where you'd be like staring at the tv like this the whole time and it's like yeah. i'm gonna kink my neck <laughs> just yeah. watching the tv no so yeah it's it's shaped very oddly and your uh, whole apartment is weird yeah Oh yeah, with like the cabinet situation, the, cabinet, like the whole fucking like breakfast bar. There's, that's, there's a breakfast bar that like you can like look into, but it's like this tall. It's really more <laughs> like the fucking like ordering station for a kitchen. You're like, order up, and you just pass plates well, yeah, through it. Then, that's it. And then the space between that divider and like the edge of the bar is like this wide. So it's yeah. like, like half of the bar is under this divide. Like it's just so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's not even like at the beginning. So you have a full like shelf. It's like halfway through it. So you, yeah. you have half the shelf not covered by this wall. <laughs> and yeah, it's fucking dumb cunt. Whoever made that, they're an absolute idiot. Well, and then like all your doors and uh, well, cabinets and so, your carpet. So Jack, Jack pointed out a good point about that. Uh, I don't know what you're going to say. You're going to say it's all white. Yeah. Right. So Jack pointed out a good point about this is it's stupid cheap to just cover the floors and then just have painters with white paint just paint everything. You know what I mean? If they have to repaint. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I get why they did it. Yeah. It just. It's ridiculous. It looks like you walk in your hallway because like it. Okay. If the carpet wasn't white because the carpet's like. Yeah. White, right? Yeah. Kind of. It's very light. It's 
It's like, uh, where's the other colors? <laughs> I am in the void. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's awkward. It's it, like sterile. Super weird, super weird. So slowly, and mind you, very slowly but surely, we're furnishing it with things, and so that's helping. Yeah. But yeah, goddamn. I mean, it's an apartment. You know, what are you going to do? It is what it is. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It's, it's a nice area for, you know, my, my, my brother's first apartment, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, no, nothing to complain about. But Absolutely it, not. But, like, but if how I had they my did way. It is weird. Yeah. If I had, yeah, there's just some weird shit about yeah. it, for sure. Uh, the, the balcony has a carpet on it, which just traps the moisture. And now the wood platform that is just rot. And yeah. uh, they still have not replaced that. So that's cool. Oh, neato. Love it. Love it. By the time uh, they fix it, I won't want to be out there anymore or I'll be moved out. <laughs> Who knows? I think I'm getting used to this beer. I think I've just accepted my fate with it, you know? You all right over there? You okay? Well, the focus is a little weird. I don't know Cause, if it's cause you were leaning. Away. No, it's because you were leaning so far up, I think. Yeah, it is blurry. Oh, it's... there we go. All right. No, See, it's good. One day we'll Can't be lean, dude. One day we'll be professionals and we'll actually have like a monitoring monitor. <laughs> isn't that isn't it like a thing where <sighs> we could hook up my camera to a monitor too, which would make sense. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, isn't it a thing where I mean also you could just like run HDMI to a monitor and it'd be like super easy to just mirror the screen. That's what I was saying. Right. Like I could we just need to put a screen over there so we can see it. Yeah. Um, but, oh, isn't it like a thing, though, where if you folk, like, maybe it's like not all lenses, but you like focus here and then everything behind is just in focus? Or is it vice versa? We could, I mean, I could focus on areas. I could focus on maybe it's maybe it's if you focus is if you focus like on that back wall, everything in front of it's going to be in focus. Is that what yeah. it is? Is it vice versa? It's vice versa. No, it, <sighs> there's a no. I don't. I don't. There's. I'll have to look it up. There's there's like a it's like a thing where if you focus at a certain point, it's either in front of it or behind it. It'll be in focus. So okay. I don't want to get it. <laughs> I was about to get in. I was about to science it up, and I was like, no. You can do it. Just quickly. Okay. 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 So. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So the closest, the closer that you get to a lens. Yeah. The smaller the focal plane gets. Okay. So, like, thinner it gets. The the farther away from the camera, the the larger that expands. So it's like, so distance wise, if like this is the camera, mm-hmm. and and you know this is the distance. As as the focus point moves this way, it expands as well. Now the your primary point of focus is still that focal point. However, as you move farther away from the camera, more like there's less bouquet. Which, like, from your from a viewer's perspective, there's more is in focus, right? So, like, so you put the bottle back real quick. Uh, so, if you're focusing on that bottle, there, the pineapple is going to be out of focus. This glass will probably be in focus. If, no, if it has nothing to do with where uh, the what it, it's all plain. So it's like it's like this. So anything in this plane. Is in focus, so it has nothing to do. And and if with it's back behind, here, the plane might be this big. Yes, uh, so it has nothing to do with like behind or in front. It has everything to do with distance of camera, wow. aperture, um, shutter speed, focus, ISO, lens flare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Sorry, and I had to. you know, even the the lens type and it's 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 a whole thing. Which is why I didn't want to really get into it. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And there's cinema cameras and how they focus, and that's a different. This this is a mirrorless DSLR camera. It's a whole thing. It's just, it's it's a whole thing. 
The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But that's your 10 second explanation of <laughs> what's in focus. Specifically to DSLRs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're like, mm. sure. Is it for all cameras to a degree? You know, I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm That's dropping fine. it. I'm dropping it. That's fine. That's fine. I'm dropping. That's fine. It. Yeah, I got my answer. Really, there's a lot of different like systems that I, just, you know, I got my answer. You yeah. know, I got my answer. Where it's like I was, I was wrong, but like you could see where my point derived from. No, yeah, no. If we, if we sat like back there against the wall, the camera would have a much easier time maintaining focus on us. Right, right. I could also set the camera where like it, its focus was like here. Mm-hmm. And it was just stayed here. Yeah, you, yeah, you can set it so it's not dynamic. It's static. Yeah. It just Unfortunately, it looks weird when we like move around. Yeah. Uh like I am apt to do clearly, which is what brought this yeah. <laughs> up to begin with. <laughs> no, I move around a lot. It's fair. That's fine. You can do that because Guess what? It's dynamic. It's also my podcast, so... You can do whatever the fuck you want, really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. It's a doozy, but it's pretty good. No, in the right context. Yeah. It'd be a good beer. In the right context. <sighs> yeah. Even in the wrong context, not a bad beer. Right, exactly. That's what I said. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, right now, it's pretty good. I just don't want to give the impression like we're like, man, this beer is like really rough to drink. It's bad. Um, Because listen, in the past few days, we have had that beer. Uh, Our lemon, our lemon friend that the podcast doesn't know about. Fuck that. That is a Facebook exclusive episode of Pints where we drink a beer that... We it's, would not like to remember. Uh, I just, you know, you see, know that is to go to call back to our restaurant conversation. That is a place. It's a brewery in Tacoma that I don't like. I just don't like the brewery. I just, I want to like it. So I think we had this conversation when I was talking about the one in Illinois and yeah. you're like, I have exactly that same thing here. Yeah. And I they have want one beer like that it's very okay. Do not like a single other beer. Yeah. No, absolutely. Of the four beers I've had or tried from them really, uh, it was just the one. That was like, this is fine. But so, yeah, we went back uh, this week and because um, before we had like tried a couple beer and food pairings, that was a thing. Um, and there were like little samples, right? Like three yeah. ounce samples. So it's like any any beer is fine at three ounces. Right. Um, honestly, like even a beer that you don't like three ounces, it's like it's it's fine. Absolutely. Um. But this was your first time going and having a beer there. Yes. Not good. Not my favorite experience. Definitely one of the worser ones at a, at a brewery. Like, let me ask you this. Mm. When would you go back? Because it's like, if I ask you, would you go back? Your answer is like, eh, probably at some point. But like, what What would like... Like, like name, tell me when. Yeah. yeah, like name the situation that would cause you to go back. And I can't, you know, because because here's what here's what keeps happening is anytime you think, oh, like maybe for like some some of the food to like have one of their beers and like experience it. No, I would just rather go to E nine and have one of their delicious pizzas. Yeah, and a pretty good beer, even if it is a hazy, I'll still like it more than anything at Blackfleet. So, and we've had some good loggers at E9, I, right? I like E9. You know, they're they're geared towards the haze as far as the IPAs go. Um, 
But aside from their specificity in IPAs, they do have a wide range of different styles of beer there, which and, is cool. And I would say um, they are better once you know what you're getting. Yeah, that's fair too. That's also fair. Like like Seven Seas, they can surprise me with a new beer, and I know I'll like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like... E9 is not going to surprise me, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Not with IPAs. No. It's, they've only done it once. They did have an IPA that wasn't hazy, and that yeah. was pretty good. I actually really liked that beer. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, you're like, you get an IPA, you know what you're getting. You get a lager, you know what you're getting. Yeah, absolutely. Which is good. Like, consistent. Totally. They know what they like, and that's, you know, good for you. Yep, 100%. No, that's... uh. That's what I feel about Revolution back home, where it's like, you pretty much know what you're going to get there, and you're pretty much going to like, like, if you the, think you're going to like it, you're, you will. The good thing about Revolution and, like, Stone is not only are they very consistent in what you're going to get, they fit within our beer style. Yes, so. they do. Yes, <laughs> they do. They're quite IPA heavy, and uh, definitely more the West Coast style. And more they than like their hops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that for them. Yeah, that's yeah, that's oh man, that's something I miss. I love that Revolution consistently does like uh like hop showcase beers. You know, a lot of breweries will be like, oh, we'll do it every here and there. We'll do a you know a single hop beer, but Revolution, it's a like smash a smash, if you will, which is smash. a single malt, single hop. Yeah, but uh, single malt and single hop. That's where you get yes smash smash. But Revolution, they do it like twice a year where they like just like bust out all these like single hop beers and they're fantastic. And you just, you're like, please be Citra, please be Citra, please be Citra. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I don't, I think th- uh, this, their Citra one is not my favorite. Uh, I, it's because you don't like Citra. No, 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 no. It's because you don't like Citra. You fuck off. You don't. No. You. The primary the primary like flavor. Amarillo. No, I do like Amarillo. I'm you very, like Amarillo more than you like Citra. I was about to. I, I'm I was literally. Stand, I'm going to die on this hill. I was about to say, my two favorite single hops that I've had from them are Amarillo and um, Mosaic. Mosaic, I go back and forth. Yeah, the, but the the mosaic hero from Revolution is really good. We'll have to we'll have to, I'll have to try and get some out here. Um, but I like Amarillo, but I just think of like I go to beers like like the Three Way, or I go to beers like um, the Born Yesterday, the Fresh Hop, primarily Citra. They obviously have a you know a barrage of other hops that kind of give it some backbone and give it some sparkle because I think Citra in its like I feel like I'm I'm missing a a hop that we really like too. And Centennials come into mind, but it's not. Um, we don't love Centennial. Simcoe. Simcoe. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I enjoy. You don't. I don't think you like Simcoe as much as I do. But I really not enjoy as much. Simcoe. Yeah, I like it, but not as much for sure. Like the. W- did we really like the Citra Simcoe? Is that what we were the Field Forty One? Fresh hop. That's not a thing. Whatever it was. No, are you you're talking about Fremont's one. thing? Yes, that one. Yeah. Fremont. So the field. Citra one we were surprised we didn't like. That, yeah. So this I think it was Was it Simcoe Amarillo? Maybe. That we really because or, or Simcoe Centennial. Might have been that. One of them we really enjoyed. One of them we didn't like very much that we which I think was the, the Citra. Citra something. We thought we were going to... We tried the Centennial. We're like, damn, this is really good. Can't wait for the Citra. And then we that tried, came out. And, and it was we just like, not that great. And then one came out after and it was like better. Yeah, even better than the first. Yeah. But yeah, that... I'll we'll look that up. Like, I could try and look it up right now while we're doing this, but... um, Yeah. I, I still think... Like, I, I'm with you that citra has the best aroma like aromatics in a beer field to ferment that's what it was field to ferment they I have a simcoe something but they also have a centennial simcoe 
Citra Amarillo. That's the one that we were like, wow, yeah, that just wasn't good. And we thought it was going to be amazing. I don't think we had the mosaic one, did we? No. That would have been great. We had like three different uh, two hot pairings, I believe. The Centennial Simcoe, Citra Amarillo, and there was one other one. I thought we had another one. Maybe, Maybe that was a single hopped one. I don't know. You said cent- Centennial and Amarillo? Centennial Simcoe. Centennial I, Simcoe. I think, yeah, that is the I one that we loved. that's the one that we loved. But there was, a, there was one other one that we tried. Maybe it was Mosaic. To me, Centennial reminds me of, like a lot of like this colored beer. Centennial. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I think of, like I think of Torpedo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess they used to do single hops, and then this past year, 2019. So maybe we only had two different ones. Yeah, but so this 2019 is when they they started doing two hops: the Citra Amarillo, Centennial Simcoe. Because they used to do Amarillo, Centennial, Citra yeah. Simcoe. It was all separated, but then they started pairing them. It looks like so that's kind of cool. Uh, fresh hop hill. What's hard with with uh, apps like this Untapped is it's a lot of user submissions. So it's like. This beer that just says Fields of Event Fresh Hop could be the same as any of these other ones. Yeah. It's hard. Fucking dumb. I do appreciate when people label the year, though. That's kind That's of... That's nice. I appreciate that a lot. We've talked about that quite a bit on the podcast where it, it, things do change. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, one of the best examples was the Celebration Ale. Yeah. Did not like it this year. 2018 was, like, amazing. 2019... It's fine. Wasn't like didn't didn't did not supersede our expectations by any means, which was depressing. Yeah, twenty eighteen. I found it and I was like, "Oh man, this is delicious." I need to text Nick about it. And you're like, <laughs> "You're like what?" I was like, "I like the celebration, but like, okay." And you're well, you're and you were like, "It's not fresh up." And I was like, "Well, but like, it says might it be." <laughs> you're like, "All right, whatever." And I looked at, it, I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it, it, says, it does say that. Certainly is. I'm like, I don't much like the Oktoberfest, and like, there's another one. Where I was like, I don't, you know, none of those are normally fresh hop. So for the celebration, be fresh hop. I was like, well, all right, cool. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that you're getting ready to talk about this beer a little, I'm diving in, diving. What are you? In. What's going on? So uh, I'm just, I, you know, nothing crazy. Just hitting up the look. You know, quite ambery, little orange caramel. Um, bit of a off-white head, if you will. Yep, you focus the shit out of that, buddy. It smells pretty hoppy, but also like there's a a sweetness. I don't want to say it's a caramel sweetness. It, it's no, it's a fruity sweetness for sure. Yeah. I can't pinpoint, is it, like, is it orange? Is it tangerine? I could say tangerine. I won't argue with you. I'll say hoppy. Tangerine sweetness. Um, little herbal. Uh, taste. Pretty much mimics smell. Um, it's it's it has a nice bitterness up front, but then very quickly diminishes. Malty gets malty and you know, caramel, sweet. Uh, has a bit of like hop juice, but it just kind of adds to the sweetness, really. Yep. So, uh, any anything else on taste that stuck out for you? So this has uh. Oh, I, I know where the smell is coming from. Can I already tell? Columbus, Mandarina, Bavaria, Chinook, Moteca? I don't know. Eureka, Azaka, Zappa, and Amarillo. Mm. Definitely smell the Azaka. Yeah. Um, same thing with taste. Azaka has a really unique fruitiness to it. It really does. Um, it sticks out. It's kind of hard to describe. But yeah, uh, same thing with Chinook. Chinook always reminds me of like a really like almost like a darker centennial, like a dark, wet flavor. Yeah. 
kind of weird. Um, yeah. So, I I think uh, to me, I like Chinook reminds me of like what like what we call a Northwest IPA. Mm. That yeah, like Chinook, Simcoe, and then like Centennial for bitterness and a little sparkle. That's yeah, that's like, like epitome of North, that for me. Yeah. You know, you know what I like to do is I would like to do maybe like maybe like two videos with like Keith come harvest. I feel like it would be kind of interesting to go over hop flavor profiles where we could say, Hey, this has been my experience. Like, am I right? Or am I remembering wrong? Or do you just disagree? I feel like that'd be kind of interesting. Here's what we do. Okay. Go to our notes Mm. and we line up different hop varietals. Yeah. Four of each. I'm sorry? Four of each. I don't... Four little flowers of each. Okay. You describe the look on one, the smell of one, the taste of one, and the feel of one. The fuck? I'm going to go with a no on that one, but like, that's cool if you want to do that, bro. That's cool, though. But that's cool. But like, like, no. All right, you said you like to feel this beer. I agree with you. I mean, I said it's, yeah. Yeah. It's got a surprisingly decent feel. Like, I, and it's not like it has a good feel. It's that for it being a triple IPA, big boy, 10 percenter, uh, the feel that you would expect when you just look at the stats is like, thick syrupy boy and it's not no um, it's not that it had like like i have a hard time saying it has a good feel right like the carbonation not really noticeable the hop or the the head mm, mm. i'd say it, it has it like sits somewhere in the middle of like being a little smooth and having a little bit of a bite to it because i wouldn't call it crisp by any means no but like a little bit of a bite. So yeah, I mean that's call that. probably just comes from it being ten percent, honestly. <laughs> but well, did ten percent, and then like it, it has a good amount of bitterness up front. The, yeah, it does. The bitterness up front's nice. I just wish it it stuck around and kind of balanced out the sweetness a little at the end. Uh, thoughts you kind of already talked about. Um, you know, I'm with you. Definitely like kind of a cooler fall night. Uh, playing some darts maybe having a dart uh you know take your pick but uh definitely not the or middle both. of the day at a 75 degree summer day this is definitely a um rains in africa kind of beer yeah yeah i mean like so even summer right like you have a few beers up front and it gets dark outside in the summer i, I would crack this open like two beers in Three beers in. I don't think you got the reference, but. She said it rains down in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I meant more like, because, you know, 11, 12 at a bar. Playing on repeat. I, I know what you meant. Yeah. I I'm just it. saying. I got like, it. Warm summer night, and I'm like. Mm. I kind of just accepted it and moved on, I guess. Okay, what fair happened. enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm trying. No one else is getting that I remember reference. the experience we had, and, uh, and I'm with you. We have several experiences we've had. Fair enough, but one specifically at Camp Bar. I think my favorite was at uh, O'Malley's. O'Malley's. Remember, like, with, like, church people and then the oh, two no, guys at, that's, at the touch scenes, and they're, like, Sorry, sorry, no, to, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking O'Malley's, not Camp Bar. I'm thinking O'Malley's. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Those, yeah, those two fucking bros, like, walk up to the machine, like, Instead of just downloading an app on their phone, they're like, what, what the fuck? What's this, what, is this thing broken? Fucking Fonzie this shit, man. What's it doing? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, oh. that was so fucking great. That made me laugh so hard. All right, rating. Um, I here's an easy one. Easy. Uh, not for me, because my my personal bias is coming in a little bit. Per like personally, don't let it. I'm trying. I'm 
trying. All right, I think I think I'm good. I think I'm like good. with my hat, I got like a little mullet action going on. I wish a little bit. It's pretty good. Yeah, like you know the, what I mean. You, see, you yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Um, I still haven't got a haircut in like eighty four years. It's been about that long. How do you want to do this? Go for it. I made three point five. Wow, good. Yeah. Um, to me, it's a good beer. So the words that we have to describe it are solid. Concept is there and well executed. To make it. A 3.5 to 4, great. It would be flavors don't hit perfect to make an A. For example, it's not quite hoppy enough. So basically, like, there are things that I would tweak it, tweak to improve to make it better that would push it into the A category. It's kind of like that upper B area. Difference being um, in how I would describe this beer is there are, I think... The overall concept of the beer is there. I think the uh, flavors are developed. This is probably what they were going for, a very intense IPA. Um, That being said, there's a a lot of big tweaks that I would make to this. I've had IPAs that are 10%, double IPAs, triple IPAs. It's very rare that breweries can pull us off that are um, more crisp, mm-hmm. more well-defined in their like balance between hops, bitterness, and citrus and fruity flavors. Like, th- like the Azaka, I think it's really throwing me off because Azaka to me doesn't pair well with malts, especially like... Which which is what happens, right, in like double and triple IPAs, right? Where you boost up the hops, you boost up the malts. Yeah. Azaka, I'm with you, I think is better fitting for a single IPA because it can it, it balances much better with the sweetness. Yeah, exactly. So it just it's kinda it's kinda got like a weird identity to me. Yeah. I think I think they achieved what they wanted to achieve. So that's why I'm giving it, you know, in that in that B category and really like in that, you know, mid range B. So it's like it's a you know, solid beer. Right. Um, but it's very, it's very niche in when I would want it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's kind of my thoughts. No, I'm with you there too. Uh, I, it's like, I, it, it definitely, it definitely isn't that a category. There's definitely things I want to tweak. I wouldn't call it a high B because I don't think it's minor tweaks. I think there's like some pretty relatively substantial tweaks that I want to make as well. However, you know, echoing you as well, I think the concept is obviously there. They hit what they were going for. Um, but uh, it's 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 just, there's just some things that clash a little too much for me or don't make this beer as cohesive as it could be, I guess. Where like, if maybe they didn't have a Zaka or maybe, maybe if they toned it down and made it more of like a double IPA and then like you have a Zaka to where it could kind of make up for those like missing malts. Yep. Um, but then still add a good chunk of like bitterness to level that out to just make it more of a balanced beer. Whereas this kind of seems a little more heavy on one end. Yeah, hundred percent. So, like, I mean, when we first commented, it was just like this is overly sweet, mm-hmm. and that's just I like I I see the hops in there, I see the bitterness yeah. right up front, but my overall experience, it's a very sweet beer. Yeah. Isn't that funny to you? And it's good that it doesn't uh, stick with you. Like, it doesn't coat your mouth in sugar, because then, you know, we'd be going down in the list. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, we keep referencing with double IPAs, just like... Is that that ironic to you, where you think of the the epitome of a person who loves a really hoppy IPA, and, uh, you know, like ourselves, and... You know, when you throw the word double IPA at somebody, you're thinking, okay, this is going to take these flavors and like dig it up a notch. 
I don't know if it's the anatomy of what a sweet flavor is compared to a bitter flavor where the sweetness just completely overpowers the bitter. I don't know what it is, but like I would think with a double IPA or triple IPA, like the hops would be so much more intense. They'd be so much more bitter. Yeah. See, I think, I think I have a unique perspective on this because I don't like sweet things and then I really don't like certain sweet things right we have we've had this conversation where it's like peanut butter i fucking love peanut butter and it's like peanut butter's sweet and i don't deny that yeah but it's not the same sweetness as like fudge fudge yeah that's like the death of you or or like uh like a like a fruit pie yeah it's not like peanut butter isn't though like it is sweet but it's not those sweets right um, and they're all three different sweets, I would say. All three so, of them. So it's like like fudges are really rich sweet, yeah. And then like fruits, like fruit pies to me are like a really sugary sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think hops kind of fit into that category where it's like you have some hops that are like very bitter, yeah. You have some hops that are like floral, some hops that are citrus and um, and tropical. Like there's just so many different varieties of hops and everything, mm. flavors that they achieve. And then you pair them with different malts and you obviously, you know, accentuate different flavors. Yeah. Um. So like when someone says they, you know, don't like hops to me, I'm like, are you talking about like hops or are you talking about the bitterness? Mm-hmm. which you do derive from hops. But depending on the type of hops you use, you're going to achieve a different level of bitterness. And I think that's why the IBU scale is so subjective. Yeah. And then like you have people like my mom who are like, who enjoy hoppy beers, but don't like citrus hops. Mm-hmm. She like, she probably would really like this beer because yeah. it's not like super citrusy. There's yeah. some fruity elements to it, but. It's not like orange or tangerine. Right, right. Um, so, I don't know. In we had this discussion recently, like someone was drinking our beer and they're like, oh man, this is really hoppy. Yeah, right. And you and I are like, I mean, it's like, you, you definitely taste the hops. Yeah. Because the hops, it's, it's very hop forward, but it's yeah. not like we created the most hoppy beer or anything like that, right? No, no. So I think that's the you know, it's it just depends it, it just on the proves person. our subjectivity yeah. about IBUs. Honestly, is what I think of every time something like that comes up. I'm like, you don't have like a fucking thermometer to like, oh, dip it in. That's how bitter it is. Like it just it doesn't work that way. I I, I honestly don't know where they come up with that number. They very well could just be like, it's what it tastes like to me. Maybe anybody, anybody else? Maybe they do have the. Um you know, like the like acidity a, strips? Like a, yeah, the pH, pH strips. pH strips, Something but like, like that. it only does like the, it like separates the scale based on beta and alpha al- acids, and then like that's how they get it. That could be, that could be. But, this you should, know. This should probably be something that we know by now. But, <laughs> here, you know, here we are. Six. <laughs> someone watching all of our episodes was like, they finally figured it out. <laughs> They figured out how they test IBUs. It's objective this entire fucking time. (laughs) And he just guessed it right there. (laughs) But like, imagine. Two years in, he finally guessed the answer. Imagine. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. Probably, man. I don't know. I don't even care. Whatever. So, 3.5 good. I don't think I did. I ever say my rating? I think I just like said. <laughs> yeah, I you, just said what I thought about it. So I I'm going so. with a three good. So we're still both in that good category. Um, yeah. So go ahead, like and comment whatever you think about this video or about I, this beer if you've had it. I do have one final Please. thing to talk about yeah, on our scale. Yeah, yeah. Because you bring it up all the time. Yeah. Subjectivity versus objectivity. Absolutely. The goal of the scale was to bring a scale side of objectivity yes for our personal subjectivity to pair to right the problem that we had with our old scale was that it allowed too much subjectivity exactly it was just like 
words randomly spread across relatively random rating scales. Yep. Now we have like the descriptions on our scale that we have that we've kind of referenced. Um, do you have some meaning to us? Like we sat down, we're like, they're defined. This is what it means yeah. to be this. Um, so the scale is objective. Now our comments on where that fits with us are relatively subjective. Like there's just no getting around that. You can't. Like, like how we feel about this beer, that it's a niche beer within a time, within a, you know, weather, whatever. Like you, you, this could be a five to you, right? Like this, this literally could be the perfect beer. Nothing would change. Like someone could be like, they nailed this beer. Maybe the brewer feels this way, right? Like they, yeah. he's like, this is exactly what I want. It's great. Nothing I want to change. Um, you could have someone who only drinks Bud Lights and has only ever drank Bud Lights and they, you give them this, they'd say that's a fucking zero. Yeah. And, and they could, and both of them could look at our scale and arrive to that conclusion for them. Totally. So there's, there's no escaping the subjectivity, but the, the goal of the scale was to say, here are the boundaries here, the, the categories and what you mean when you categorize a beer this way. So we're like when we both agree that this is a good beer, we mean like we, we get the concept of the beer. We like it's solid. They achieved what they wanted to achieve. However, we would like, like our personal taste would want to see something a little different. Yeah. I think, uh, that's, and, and you know, we've talked about it before, but that's the main thing that I've loved about the implementation of this new scale is that it's forced us and, honestly just helped guide us into mo being more objective about it where is like like obviously like you said obviously our subjectivity is still inclined to show through um but you know when you look at this beer and you just you, you, know, you split it right down the middle you say does this have a concept and it's like personally I, and i think you feel the same way at least about this beer it's like this very clearly has a concept so yep. that right there says like you know you're not going below a c at that point you're not going anywhere you know uh, down the halfway you, mark you have a concept or you don't like that like that to me is a very objective thing that totally well, at least to us objective like because i'm sure that everyone has a concept but like i think a couple episodes ago we did have a beer where we we're like I don't understand this beer. Right. What are, what are they doing? Yeah, like there's just too many contrasting things going on and it and it just seems like... The Facebook like, Pines episode, it was that. It was like, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, like what there's... What are you doing? There's, yeah, there's... <laughs> what are you doing? There's just too many contrasting flavors that don't pair and don't complement each other. They seem, to <laughs> they seem to detract from each other. And so it's like, I feel like yeah. objectively you can say like, you know, although someone may like this beer... I think you can objectively say the concept is just not refined. Yeah. And so based on our scale, which I feel like is pretty well laid out, I think, you know, there's some still some work that we could do here and there on it. But overall, as a skeleton, it's it helps us be much more objective. Yeah. So like you said, um, if you're interested in more like objective short ratings of beers, check out our Pines episode. They're they're very geared towards Tacoma beers and breweries. But I think um, if you're not in Tacoma, it can still be useful, right? No, 100%. If, so. Yeah. I mean, some of the breweries can beers um, that you can buy and order from or, you know, maybe find it in your area. I don't know where you are. Yeah. Uh, but it still is like a very, it, they're, they're five to 10 minute long videos. Some are even shorter um, of just like us quickly breaking down a part of beer uh, breaking apart a beer. So maybe like that's something you're interested in or, and, and we do a wide variety of beers, right? Like yeah. our goal is literally to drink every beer in Tacoma. We know it's an endless goal. That's just what drives us to do it. So we drink different styles of beers that we don't normally drink as well. Yeah. Which means, you know, if, if you're like, I only drink IPAs like us, you can, go see an IPA drinker's thoughts on a wild ale or a stout mm -hmm. or a, you know, a brown ale. Like there's all those videos out there. So check that out. And then, but um, I, I also think every time we drink a beer that we're not comfortable with, we say, I fucking hate this. However, yeah. If, if you like this style of beer, I bet you will like it. I think, I, I think we can both, you know, say, say more often than not objectively, like 
we can understand that this beer is good. We we just personally don't like it. You know. Contrast it to the infamous episode that we've experienced yesterday. Yeah. Um we objectively did not like that beer. There was no. there, there wasn't a redeeming factor. No. Uh, that being said, if you are outside of Tacoma and you do want to see a pints episode, like a quick and dirty, rate this beer, tell me what you think, uh, let us know. Yeah. We we will try to find that beer. We will yeah. go out of our way to try that try to find that beer. We've done that for other beers in the past. Totally. Um Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, you've watched this podcast before and you say, Hey, I like these guys, you know, they're full of shenanigans, but like Beer's not my thing, you know, or maybe you're trying to get into beer. It's just not your thing. Maybe plays could be something good for you. We're like, we just fucking dick around and, and play video games, you know? So you get all of our fucking nonsense that we communicate to each other on a fucking daily basis. Um, and, and maybe we'll talk about what we're drinking, but not really. It's pretty much focused on just being an idiot and just having fun playing a game. So, And if you're interested... Because some people have been. Yeah. In uh, certain topics that we haven't talked about or do talk about or reference. Totally. Yeah. What do you guys think about this? We'll talk about it. Yeah. Say, don't matter. Say what you, th- what you think about this, huh? You Listen, talked about this. What do you think about that? You don't talk about politics. You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about things you do in the bedroom. Wow. Uh... Well, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but we do. <laughs> but we do. <laughs> so, you want to talk about something? We'll talk about it. Okay, we don't. We don't care. We'll, we'll talk about anything. You know. So again, we just always like hearing from everybody. So there, guys. Mm-hmm.